Well, hello, hello, hello. It's Mr. Young. And Jackie. And before we jump into this fascinating conversation we had with Unshu N, we want to say thank you, as always, for tuning in to the podcast. Mm-hmm. However you get your podcast, be it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, on Stitcher, Google Podcasts, hey, give us a follow or a subscribe. We appreciate it. And if that platform has some sort of a rating mm-hmm. system, yeah. Give us a rating, a good one preferably. Thumbs up or stars, whatever it has. We prefer those, yeah. And if you don't like what you're listening to, then why the heck are you listening to it? So. Well, you know what? It's good stuff. Yeah. We actually caught up with Un Shuen. She's a Singapore stage and television actress. Absolutely. Perhaps mm-hmm. you've seen her YouTube series with Click Network TV where she reviews beauty products. Tried as well. and tested, I believe it's called. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my favorite thing about this conversation we had with her, yeah. she is such a down-to-earth person. Mm -hmm. Not only that, I think she revealed quite a bit of vulnerability during this conversation and I think we really appreciate that. She was extremely open and I think she just is relatable. Absolutely. So let's get down to it. Here she is, Un Shu An. Oh, for the love of life. Shuan, hello. Hello. <laughs> Thank you so much for taking some time out to join us on this podcast. Thank you for having me. Okay, it's a weird thing because, I mean, we've all three of us been in this quote-unquote industry for a while and mm-hmm. I don't think we've ever actually officially met. Uh, no, never. that is mm-hmm. true. We right. have never met. Mm-hmm. I cannot believe this. Hello. Hi. <laughs> nice to meet you. <laughs> She's looking so spunky today. Too. I know. <laughs> I love her outfit. Love yeah. the hat and everything. Yeah, so. I love the way you guys look too. I like how. Very fancy. It's like mutual admiration fest going on here. Good way to start things off, I guess. It's the only way to go, man. I know. So, Shuan, what is new with you currently? Okay, so I just finished shooting a series called I Mem. I was Ah, I Madam, but in the show, we call it Mem. So, you see, I always do this. I go off on a tangent and then I go on a... So, you guys are going to have to pull me back. (laughs) It's okay. It's all right. That's the great thing about the podcast format. You can go off on any tangent you want. Mm -hmm. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. It's all good. It's it's all good. Yeah. Okay, so (laughs) I just finished a show called I Madam and it's for Toggle and Mm. it's coming out in November. Okay. Yeah, so it's an army show yes. and I play a beauty blogger mm-hmm. who ends up going to the army because her boyfriend dumps her for someone in the army and then she decides to go there to like prove herself. Oh, wow. Yeah, and then she meets a whole bunch of like fantastic people mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, in her platoon. Section. Oh, section. Her section. Okay. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Oh my god. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> wrong, eh? anyhow, eh? Okay, so in her section, who teach her a lot about just, you know, growing as a person. Oh. Yeah. Did you have to go through training? Like BMT and all that kind of <laughs> We stuff? didn't actually do BMT, but we did do some training. Okay. okay. Yeah, like all with right. the guns and. Uh, well, we didn't use real guns. Okay, of course, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Cannot, eh? Cannot, anyhow. Oh, no. <laughs> but yeah, we did do like some physical training mm. here and there. How was yeah. that? It was uh, tough. I think it's. it's uh, a whole different set of skills mm-hmm. to learn. I wish we had more time with it. But also, it's it's interesting. I think all of us know someone who has gone to NS. Mm-hmm. For sure. Right? Mm-hmm. And um, it's kind of interesting to get a little taste of what they go through. Even though I'm pretty... I'm very sure it's nowhere near. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. But, I, but it's like... It's it's really incredible. This is like the third army show ah, that I've done yes, now. Yes. Or maybe fourth? Third of all, but every time I do, I'm just like, I'm in so in awe of people who serve the army and, and protect our nation. I feel like yeah. I've seen clips of this before. 
Are they promotional clips or was it from a previous show that was army related? I think it's from a previous okay, show. Okay. So there's another show called Yes Ma'am. Uh-huh. Yeah, and in that one, I played an officer. Right, right. I think that was the yeah. one I saw clips of. Correct, correct. Was it a Chinese show as well? Also Chinese. Show. Yes. yes. Okay, there you go. There yeah. you go. So in that one, I was playing uh, an officer who whose boyfriend was going to be under her when he oh. entered BMT. Right, right. Yeah, and so it was kind of navigating that relationship. Right, the dynamics the of dynamics. it. Everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How oh, interesting. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you think you've gotten like these like army roles? Like, you know, three in a row, four in a row already like I that. I don't know, but I do know that uh-huh. it's it's some it's weird because like when I was younger, about twelve, I really, really, really wanted to join the army. Wow, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought it was like the coolest thing in the world. Mm-hmm. Because there's this idea of there's something bigger than you and like coming together to serve a common goal. Mm-hmm. I thought and the camaraderie that you build and the friendships and yes. the bonds. Mm-hmm. And I saw that when I was younger and I was like wow you know I, I feel like the older you get yeah. the more you go like wow in the sun and <laughs> ah, I really should oh, 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 you just fell off your chair I lean back <laughs> and lean too far back oh my gosh oh that wow was, that was hilarious that was the first time I saw you and then I didn't see <laughs> I think oh <laughs> Oh, I was sure yeah, I had on yeah. you with it. Are you okay? I am fine. I, I tell fine. you, woman, he has never fallen over a chair for any for anybody except for you, except Shuan. You. I am on it. Yes. <laughs> Excuse me while I massage my bruised ego. Oh my goodness. Are you okay? No, no I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Okay. That was so weird, though. The whole conversation, I'll be leaning forward now. Thank you very much. Or if you laugh, Ooh. just make sure you go to the side instead of. I might back. fall over. Yeah, I might not lean back on this chair. I feel like we need to hit a reset button. Oh, yeah, let's just start all over <laughs> again. No, let's just no, continue. No, no, no. You have quite an extensive mm-hmm. resume, I oh. might say. You're doing everything from film to TV to theater. Yeah. Uh, first of all, do you have a favorite out of those? Uh, Can okay. you say? <laughs> this is interesting. Okay, yeah. for me, I think because I grew up in the theater, mm. so I think it's something that I'm most familiar with, and I would say I feel most at home mm. in. Mm. But I think in terms of like favorite, I love them all for different reasons. And for me, I think that it's the people that make the project. Mm. Okay. So my favorite is where whichever environment is like, uh, I guess like collaborative, supportive, mm-hmm. and which is I'm quite lucky in that mm. I've I've been in a lot of those. Right. So I think those are the projects that make me the happiest, and you. It doesn't matter whether it's film, TV, or film. Do you have a good a memory? TV or Similar, similar. Do you have a good memory then? Because theatre, I, I find very daunting. I enjoy watching theatre, right. but I don't think I could ever be in one because I would forget the lines like almost <laughs> immediately. The minute I step on the stage, oh, what's the, what's the line? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I forgot. I don't know. Write <laughs> right, your so script funny. on your hand. Yeah. Though. But you see, I feel the same way about radio. Like, huh? if you ask me to be a radio DJ, uh-huh. I really think I would not. I, that would freak me out. Like, every day coming to work, I would, like, get so freaked <laughs> out. Like, I don't know how you guys do it. Well, maybe, like, everything else, it just takes some getting used to. Mm. But then again, I have such respect for people in theatre because I think it requires a lot of you, both mentally and physically, and just the whole, like, visual of acting it out as well. Right, right, right. So, what is the most difficult part for you? The difficult part? it just part? comes with ease for you? <laughs> I was going to say, because it's like, I, I really think it, it's like what you're familiar with, mm. right, as you say. And also, I think some personalities are maybe suited for different things. So, mm. some things feel like they come a little bit easier. Mm. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. because, like, honestly, like, thinking about radio, just... <laughs> 
freaks me out. <laughs> but like, the same way, like thinking about theater, going onto stage for like two hours might freak you out. Mm. But I, I feel like it, it just yeah, different different jobs have like very different um, difficulties. So for mm. me, theater actually doesn't feel daunting at all. Okay. You know what I mean? As right, in like, right. I still get stage fright right mm. before I go on. Oh, okay. I still okay. get stage yeah. fright as in the, <gasps> the butterflies. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. The butterflies will mm. come and usually I'm like living in the toilet for like the half hour before, right? <laughs> it's for too much information. Yeah. <laughs> Apart from that, I don't know, like once you get on, it just goes. So you, because mm. you're so used to it and by that time you've rehearsed it so many times. Right, right. You know what I mean? So you switch, like you're in a mode already. You yeah. know you have to do it. Yeah, and okay. you're in the story. Is yeah. that process time consuming or do you have like a system down or is every character different? Usually you try, like you read the script and you try mm. and understand what the writer is trying to do and then you try and understand, like for me, I try and understand like my place in it and also what what my character is, mm. who my character mm. is, mm-hmm. like what she believes in, what she wants from life mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. So really try and understand the person. Mm. Yeah. How long is that process usually? It depends. <laughs> you know, it's a process that could potentially go on forever because how well can you actually really know someone? Sure. Like yeah. even like yourself, for example, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm getting to know myself every day. Mm. So I feel like it's a lifelong process. So given the opportunity, I could try to get to know these characters like forever and ever. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's just until like when it stops and or when the production starts. Have you ever gotten so into a character that you've, to use a Chinese phrase, so horrible? What does that mean? This is like kind of phrase I picked up from watching Channel 8 like when I was a child. Okay. Like, wow, wow, obviously, wow. I don't watch anymore, but like, like I don't is it believe. Is like you get too lost in it? Yeah, too, like, like, like you become that person. He's like Heath Ledger in uh, J- The Joker, Joker yeah. in, in Batman. Okay. okay. Right. right. I feel like. Um, Hmm. So how does she keep herself grounded? Is that what yeah, you're asking? Yeah, right. like, I, how do you especially, not lose yourself? Yeah, especially right. if it's a particularly tragic story or yeah. a tragic character, that sort of a thing. Okay, I will say there are some like situations that perhaps I find my character in where I feel like if there is no sort of respite or release from it after that it can take quite a bit from me. So for example, we did this show called This Is What Happens to Pretty Girls mm. with Pandemonium Theatre earlier this year and it was around the topic of Me Too. Mm. So Me Too is still a topic that needs to be dealt with mm-hmm. in our everyday society and, and there are lots of different ways of going about it and in the story, my character was sexually assaulted and at the end, she had no sort of closure right and and sometimes i think oh it's, it's kind of doesn't make sense for me to want closure for my character because actually in real life a lot of survivors of me to don't i mean what is closure yeah, yeah. really exactly. i mean this is something that you're going to carry for the rest of your life mm-hmm. and this is something that you're going to have to deal with for the rest of your life and if we're talking about the idea of justice if we're talking about people believing your story or or just kind of coming to terms with what has happened, I think it's very uh, difficult. Oh, yeah. So um, that was something that... Dealing with that topic, I felt was a weight that I, I kind of carried throughout the production and also after for quite long and I feel like I'm still feeling the way of it now because it's just every day I hear all these Me Too stories and mm. it's like ah, again in 2019 yep. like why do we still need to tell people that you cannot victim blame why do, <laughs> why, why do we need you know what I mean like yeah. why is it so hard to understand uh, this is victim blaming this is not the way to talk to survivors and but you know it's, it's part of our 
conditioning is part of our education and every time I see I just like all the people who are talking about it and 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 really fighting for change I really admire what they're doing mm-hmm. yeah and you just kind of hope that change will come faster yeah right yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that's what the hope and yeah. if anything thankfully this is a conversation that's finally being had after so many years mm. after yeah. way too many years right yes you know there are people who want to cover it up who don't yeah. want to talk about it you yeah. know because they might be the ones perpetrating. Mm-hmm. So, you know, doing something like that and then do you sort of leave uh, each of your characters but you take a part of it with you? Mm. Uh, does it sh- kind of shape who you are as you go along? Yeah, mm. I feel like all my previous characters have sort of shaped me in a little mm. way because you also have to, first, I need to find some kind of commonality. Right. Something yeah. that I, I feel I can latch onto mm-hmm. with the character. And then after that, um, maybe they do things that I don't understand or maybe they, they say stuff that I can't understand and I kind of have to get myself in that space where I can. And after that happens, they do leave a bit of themselves in an me. impression on you yeah okay. yeah like even like this I met him right like the character she's super positive and mm. she's super never say die and she is very in some ways like very like cute cute kind of character <laughs> yeah, okay. right yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that is very not me sure yeah it's so funny because I feel like a bit of that got left behind because that day <laughs> someone was like saying something I was like mm, oh. then they were like whoa I was like then I was also like whoa where did that come from so yeah, still yeah. with you she's still with a you a little bit have you ever seen a character and what they are supposed to do or you know their mindset and go like, I would never do this. I can't understand it. And how do you wrap your head around it? Uh, okay, so sometimes I do see things like, I was like, I don't understand. Like, that is so effed up. I could never, yeah, you know, Yeah, like, I don't understand why yeah. you wouldn't do yeah. this. I don't understand why you... Then then my job is to understand. Okay. I think, like, I really have to try and understand because one thing you can never do is that you can never judge your characters. Mm. You can oh. never... if you, you can't play a character truthfully and honestly and with humanity if yeah. you're judging the person. Right. You can't. Does that lead to like you know in your everyday life has that you know, helped you not judge I guess would be a way to say it not mm. judge people because you understand that part of your training as an actor right however they are thinking I have to get in their head and try to figure out why they're thinking that yeah. way yeah I think that has kind of tied in I guess to my growth as a person because I feel like it's also very hard like our definition of judging someone is mm. also quite um, for me it has changed over the years mm. like if you're talking about being homophobic right mm-hmm. for example when, when I was younger like I have a best friend mm. who is lesbian and I remember telling her when she came out to me you know, I love you, I love you as a person, but but this is wrong. Let me pray for you, mm. right? And so to me, in every sense, I did not feel like I was judging her. Right. I felt that I was being very loving yeah. and also being very uh, accepting mm. of her in spite of who she was, yeah, right? Yeah. But I feel like once you accept someone in spite of who they are, there is a level of judgment mm. there, right? But this yeah. is something that I didn't understand when I was younger. Mm-hmm. I thought that judging felt a bit more hostile or mm-hmm. it felt a little bit more uh, in your face. It, it didn't occur to me that going, I disagree with you and I won't accept what you're doing. In mm-hmm. some ways, that is also like judging. It's not to say, I, I feel like there's some things that are, are quite clear in that is like, 
wrong or yeah. like we shouldn't do it as human beings. Like morally. you shouldn't kill somebody, you shouldn't hurt somebody That's physically. That's morally, wrong, morally yeah, wrong. Morally wrong, right? Yeah, yeah. But then if I can't for a moment step out of where I am to try and understand where you're coming from and if I'm telling you that you are absolutely wrong based on my value system, then I think in some ways that is judging mm-hmm. yeah and so yeah. I think for a lot of my characters I try I try not to do that mm-hmm. but I realise that as a person it's not something that I have actually got a total handle on either right, right do you know right. what I mean mm-hmm. like sometimes I see people doing things and I'm like oh my god this is <laughs> so unacceptable la, 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 la. <laughs> but it's like very hard for, but you know it, it, you have to kind of take a moment and go like oh a- am, am I taking a moment to really uh, kind of think where they're coming from mm-hmm. I feel of course you draw the line at some things like, yeah. like abuse like sure. this is why we need education on exactly mm. what abuse is mm-hmm. or exactly what assault is yep. so that we know those mm-hmm. lines but apart from that I feel like that sometimes it's difficult to <laughs> kind of step and try and understand where yeah. someone else is coming from especially if I don't agree with it Yeah, yeah. and especially since our attention spans are so short these days right yeah. a lot of us don't take the time to go and explore this person's motivations their belief system why are they thinking about it no, yeah. we're very quick to oh that's horrible that sucks dude you yeah. in a comment on yeah. Instagram on Facebook on YouTube that kind of thing yeah, right? yeah, yeah. it's also a reaction because yeah. we haven't really been taught yeah. to talk about these things mm-hmm. right it's like every like when you're growing up it's just like oh you don't like then you do la. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean and yeah. this kind of like shut down attitude does mm. nothing for us in terms of understanding people mm-hmm. yeah and so I re- then it's like when you're treated with that kind of anger and hostility you, you learn that and yeah. you put it out there when you're faced with something that you don't like or don't understand mm. yeah. I think we're a very selfish society that's why it comes from I I feel like this I feel I want I think you know so it's like I've I feel the way that we see certain situations or we see certain people is like, I think you should have done, you could have done that differently. I would have done this instead. So right. I think it just comes from a standpoint of like of a very selfish society. We're just grown up. And like, you know, even when you're sending emails and stuff like that, when you're typing, it's like, why did you do that? I would have done it differently. You, you know right. what I mean? I wonder if there is a way for us to kind of, because I, I think that when we live our lives, like you can only live it from your point of view. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's, like, there's no way for you to really be somebody else sure. so yeah. you do have to come I guess from a, a point of uh, from from yourself mm-hmm. right but I guess I, I do wonder if there is a better way of or like a more empathetic way of conveying what we want mm-hmm. and for conveying <laughs> you know what I mean yeah, yeah. you know what I mean well unless we are living in some sort of episode of Black Mirror where we can tap into a person's memories <laughs> and live out their life do you watch Black Mirror no I don't it's too it's too oh. it's a bit too much for me I really feel. like I've heard so many good things right, about right, right. it and I want to but I okay. feel like it will make me very sad <laughs> sad yeah. for the future right yeah. but okay imagine a world where you could tap into my experiences and basically live out my life in your brain one day the sign's gonna get there probably right. when we're all dead lah. but right. you know it's coming right yeah, as yeah. technology you know uh, advances at this exponential rate it mm. could happen but I feel like and going back to the acting as well I feel like your job or your craft mm. is essentially kind of doing that Right. Without the actual, you know, technology, like you know, because you are inhibiting, you are becoming, you are trying to understand the motivations and the value yeah. system of that character, of yeah. that person. One with that character. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it is trying to, it is trying to do that, and it's, it's interesting also because when you just said that, I was yeah. like, oh, okay. So if I were to be, if I were able to kind of like jump into your brain and mm. live your life, like, do I also feel things the way you feel okay. them? Right. Mm. You know what I mean? Because it's like feeling the emotions that you are um, subjected to is one thing. 
feeling, but yeah. feeling it the way that you feel it mm-hmm. is something else. And I wonder like whether that experience will allow me to kind of also shift yeah. the mm-hmm. way I, I receive those emotions. Right. Or perhaps your previous experience would yeah. colour that judgment of my you know. Yeah. I mean it is one of those like um, if whatever, maybe yeah, we yeah, can yeah. never really you know, answer that question. Uh, yeah. But it's interesting to sort of, you know, throw to around To think in about, the head. right? Yeah. yeah. Because sometimes also when I'm in the character, I'm like, okay, hold on. Is this Shuen making this choice? <laughs> is this uh, Shuen the actor making this choice? Mm-hmm. Like, it could be, is this Shuen? Is this Shuen the actor? <laughs> is this the character? Yeah, like, yeah. Or, like, you know what I mean? Or mm-hmm. like, is there something else at play here? And is, is a constant, is a constant line of like, uh, so where, <laughs> what's the true intention here? You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, well, yeah. things are getting deep, yo. I know. <laughs> I know right? Is that why, like, when I see your Instagram account, right? Yeah. You're, putting up a lot of positivity out there. Right. Which is what I think a lot of your followers enjoy. Right. You know, like these really positive stories right. that you might have gotten from Twitter or other places mm. on the internet. Yeah. Okay, I, I don't know if I would classify them as positive mm. stories because sometimes I like, I think there's a lot of emphasis in our world in being positive. Mm. And mm. in being positive over things that actually, we actually really have a lot of reason to be not positive about. <laughs> right, you know, right, yeah, 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 yeah. So mm-hmm. I try, I, I there's, there's the reason why I kind of like try and stay away from that but mm. there are stories that I feel give me hope or make me feel a bit better about stuff in some ways I've started posting these things also like uh, every Monday mm. right because oh me, you have a system yeah yeah now <laughs> it's like every Monday I do it start but, your week off right yeah, sort yeah. of a thing well maybe not right but it's sort of like okay so for me getting out of bed every morning is very difficult mm. and I know this sounds <laughs> melodramatic <laughs> it's not melodramatic and I think it's very difficult for a lot of people mm-hmm. um, okay so about five years ago, mm. I was uh, diagnosed with depression. Oh, right. So I went to a psychiatrist. So I was on medication for a couple of years, and now I've been in therapy for about three. Okay. So it's it's been a journey of kind of like learning about myself, and I feel like it's tough to talk about sometimes because you can sound very um oh what's that word like some people can can feel like you're being like dramatic mm. or like being oh, yeah you tired everybody also tired what right. you know. Like I mean, you want sympathy, la, Yeah, correct, okay. correct. So uh, I think if people want to find out more about depression and all that, I feel like they can. But for me, what was happening was that it was very difficult for me to kind of get out of bed and kind of like continue with stuff. So I guess I was looking for uh, stories that would give me hope. Mm. And I feel like actually unicorn moment also was very much about like finding hope. And the unicorn itself was about finding hope. Right. And this was like from I think eight years ago right, or something. Right. So I think that the stories also came as a result Mm. of that because Monday is kind of like the metaphorical like getting out of yeah. bed mm-hmm. every morning Monday blues, thing, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. so I don't think that you need to start it happy mm-hmm. I don't think that you need <laughs> to start it like with a huge smile on your face because otherwise the rest of the week is going to be crap as well yeah. but I, I think that it is one of those things that you know if I can feel uh, just a little bit better for a while then, then why not mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, Absolutely. yeah you mentioned mm. unicorn moment yes. and then you actually did a one woman show like a few years back which yeah. you wrote and performed yes so what started that? Was it because of the depression and all? Is that okay. where it seeded from? So actually, okay. So the unicorn thing started about, I think, eight, eight years ago. So at that time, I had just come out into the working world. And you know how when you're growing up, everyone is like, okay, so what makes you important? Find your <laughs> voice. Stand up for what you believe in. Yeah. <laughs> I see yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. 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 Right, right. And then when you come out into the working world, mm-hmm. it's a very different experience, mm-hmm. right? Because then suddenly everyone's like, hey, don't ask so many questions. What makes you so important? What makes your opinion more important? than somebody else's and I mean okay but I thought it was really strange in that 
a lot of people like I feel your experience was discounted based on the whole like who are you <laughs> right which I thought was very weird because mm-hmm. like I'm not sure like you can discount an idea because of the idea but to question the worth of the entire idea mm-hmm. based on who are you, who are you yeah. was confusing to me right. how, how does one answer that anyway yeah. like who are you yeah. uh, <laughs> I'm uh, me <laughs> yeah. it's an ego thing though isn't it who are you <laughs> like, maybe, you know, maybe right, I don't like, know. I've been here like way longer than you <laughs> yeah. how can you how dare you have a better idea than me mm. you know sort right, of a yeah, concept yeah. right maybe uh-huh. but it's, it's kind of, like if it's like if it's about hierarchy and all that kind of stuff I also get it yeah, like yeah. Um, it was just a big shift Mm, for mm. me and so I think that the unicorn then became like a symbol of something that makes you special Mm. and when I say special it's not special in that I am more important than you (laughs) it's not special in that I'm better Mm. or like anything than you it's it's just special like basically like Mm. worthy you're yourself right yeah that makes you you you. Mm -hmm. and also that kind of goes like yeah you're you're on earth for a reason Mm -hmm. right and so that Unicorn kind of became a metaphor for that because unicorns are invisible and if one day you found one, you would prove that they exist. Yeah. But until that day comes, yeah. like no one can tell you that they don't exist. Mm. No one can tell you that they are not there. Mm-hmm. And so that worth kind of was the unicorn for me. It's like, okay, maybe you own self don't believe that you're worthy or special, yeah. but until the day you find it and prove it to yourself, no one can tell you that it's not there. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it's just to believe mm. that you are worthy, that you matter. I think because for a lot of people, there's always a question of like, why am I here? You yeah. know what I mean? And what am I doing with my life? And we're also brought up on a lot of literature or like uh, media or and all that that tries to show us that people who are doing a lot are very important. Mm. So then when it's constant, this is the best, this is the greatest, yeah. this person has done so much. Like I think people will start to go like, oh, then what am I really doing with right. my life? But it yeah. doesn't really matter mm-hmm. because you being you is what makes you special and important and worthy and not in a way that needs to be celebrated above anybody else mm-hmm. but just like just you know just be here right. you know just be here and do do your thing be a unicorn yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. appreciate yourself treat yeah. yourself well mm-hmm. yeah, you know? yeah, and, yeah especially in 2019 when we're all logging on the Instagram and seeing oh my gosh <laughs> everyone else has such an amazing life look at them they're doing this they're doing that they're, they're jet setting they have yeah. this new car yeah. they have a new phone yeah, <laughs> it's difficult. It's really difficult because it, we're also kind of like the society rewards that kind of behavior. Mm. So it's difficult to kind of run away from it as well. And then I think people also for like say career or for whatever reason do all those things. Mm. And also I realized like I mean, do you remember last time when we sort of like I think the early years of Facebook? Ah. Then people were sharing. Right, people were sharing a lot on Facebook. Like they would put status updates oh, yes, and all that. No, yes. not so much. Now it's like more like sharing articles, L- links, yeah, yeah, yeah videos, that, right? that kind of thing. Actually, yeah, I didn't, yeah. Right? I didn't even realize yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it totally slipped my mind yeah. that we used to do that, yeah, like yeah, update, yeah. update status and all that kind of Lots stuff. Of yeah. updates. Yeah. And then people started giving. I remember I like started seeing a lot of articles and people saying stuff about like, oh my god, stop with the oversharing. <laughs> I don't need to know that you're sad or you're angry. Yeah. So you know what I mean. I hmm. when people did mm-hmm. come out, people were sharing. Yeah. about how they felt and mm-hmm. all those things but then people didn't really react well to mm. it either and then and then now it's like there's so much good like all the positive side and then people are like well you only see the positive side you don't see the, the sad side yeah. but I, it's well, you, can you know find what the, I mean yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can find the negatives in the comment section lah Right. That's where it usually yeah. shows up. Oh, and it right. has to do with the algorithm as well. Because right. a lot of times, the 
negativity gets clicks. They get the you know reactions, does, right? Yeah. And then it pushes it up the feed, and you see it first. Right. Do you think it breeds a lot of this negativity that we see online? I I don't know. I wish I was some kind of like algorithm expert <laughs> because I really want to know how much of what like because there have been some articles on it before, right? Yeah. About how yeah. what we see is also shaped by what we click. Yes. Right. So yeah. there's something going on that kind of like shapes the bubbles the bubble, that yeah. we are out the social media bubbles that we mm. are in. So I really don't know how much of it is us being. Um, I guess in some way like manipulated. Mm-hmm. Nah, but when you say things like that, you sound crazy, right? But the yeah, thing is, they have, they have proven it. Yes, yes. absolutely. I mean? It does so, happen. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think that we are a lot more susceptible to mm-hmm. all these like... Uh, all these suggestions that yeah. we like to think we are. I mean, yeah. as much as I love the fact that the internet has brought the whole world closer together, right? Mm. It's also enabled us to sort of be in our own bubble, be in our own echo chamber in that if this is the way I think, mm. I can find so many other people who think that way, yes. right or wrong, you know? And then all of a sudden, I can get trapped into my own little like, oh, this is my group of people who think right. this way. Right. You know? So with so, the positive came also like a whole can of worms which just yeah. opened up yeah. as well. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's hard because I don't think we're being taught the skills to kind of no. do it, yeah. right? Yeah, they should have classes on that. They should. <laughs> right? I really think yeah. it is yeah. so important because in one, in some ways, like, yes, it is important to find people who believe the mm-hmm. things that you believe because mm-hmm. then it helps you to, like they always say, find your tribe, right? Yeah, yeah. People exactly. always say find your tribe, right? Yeah, so yeah. here you are finding your tribe. But then, <laughs> then, what, then what happens is like, but at what point do you start locking out things that don't agree with mm. the way you want to live? It's like you're going deeper and deeper into the well and all you can mm. see is that, one right, thing. but at, like, at what point, like, how, when is that a good thing to do? When mm. is that a not good thing to do? Yeah. When is that, you know, it's very hard to tell. I think it's just easy to fall into that trap. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's very hard to just, okay, wait a minute, you know, take yourself out of it and take the time to explore, you know, other options. And right. Putting yourself in another person's shoes. Mm. It's it really, it's hard to, it's hard to do. Mm-hmm. It is hard to do. I think it takes yeah. a strong person. You just got to get in a mind, I think it's a mindset as well. Yeah. And if you're already sucked into it, you just need to take yourself out of it. I don't think anybody can help you accept yourself because you need to tell yourself yes. mm. and convince yourself. I've always said the mind is a very powerful thing. Mm. The more you tell yourself something, you're going to believe it. Yeah. Right. So if you tell yourself more negative things, you're just going to cut yourself <laughs> down and yeah, believe yeah. it. Right. right. Okay, so for me, like, that is always something that I have struggled with because, mm. like, I mean, sometimes with this, like, depression thing, you're kind of stuck in this, like, spiral. Vicious mm-hmm. cycle. Yeah, so yeah. all you hear are, like, not good things, mm-hmm. right? And a lot of people, well-meaningly, tell me to kind of, like, snap out of it and mm-hmm. all that. I'm like, you don't understand how hard I'm trying. Right. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like it's tough to break out of it if you don't necessarily have the tools to and if you don't understand why you're feeling the way you're feeling Mm. right so like therapy Mm. has helped me a lot because it's helped me to kind of break down why I'm reacting certain ways to certain things and also where maybe that comes from and when I understand that it has made it easier for me to kind of see the big picture Mm. when you have those days how Mm. do you pull yourself out of it I have now a group of friends who uh, who can understand where I'm uh, coming from because they're also going through similar things and we just kind of just Therefore, like we'll just like okay how can I support you mm. how can I support you is always a nice one good, it's like yeah. I'm sorry you're feeling this way mm-hmm. and would you like me to distract you mm. do you want to rent or do you need want, a punching bag do you need, you a, need a punching, punching bag, bag? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. it's yeah. like how, how can I help you right yeah and I think that has been helpful on some days it's just maybe I just kind of need to if I can mm-hmm. because sometimes we got work and stuff yeah. Right? Yeah. but like um, if I can then just 
give myself that time. Take to. a me day. Mm. Yeah, yeah, if if I can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but of course it is difficult, and I I do feel that our society isn't really structured in a way to kind of take care of people who maybe need some time to regroup. Yeah. And this is, I feel, not just for people with mental health uh, problems, but I feel like for everyone. Mm-hmm. It's just because it's so fast-paced and yeah. it just keeps going and going and going. And then people have so many responsibilities. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, you have responsibilities in your home, you have your children, mm. you have bills to pay, you yeah. have lots of deadlines at the office and yeah. it's just it's just overwhelming, mm-hmm. you know. And I feel like it's... Um, it's, it's it's a tough society to live in. Mm-hmm. People always say, in my time. You know, there are people who are like, in my time, it wasn't so difficult. We oh, just yeah. go to work. You know, but also, I feel yeah. like times have changed. Look, we're on our phone all, yeah. the, time. all the time. Work obligations mm-hmm. never nope. stop, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And you might not be in the position of power to kind of go like, I'm going to reply this tomorrow during my working hours. You mm-hmm. might not have that. Yeah. But at the same time, let's say you have a nine o'clock uh, email that you have to deal with and then your kids are like crying <laughs> in the corner and then your your <laughs> Dog spouse. is pooping right yeah, there yeah, in the house. House. And then your spouse wants something. Yeah. Maybe someone has a medical thing they have to deal with. Uh-huh. It's just so much stuff to deal with at the same time. And it, it's just, it just feels like... A ho- <laughs> it's like you almost need to be superhuman to be able yeah. to deal with this pace of life. Mm-hmm. And, and I feel like I wish we had more programs or something in place mm-hmm. for us to understand that it's not weak to say yeah. that this is a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I think we are really moving at an incredible pace and this is not normal and for a lot of humans, it's, it's just not sustainable, mm-hmm. I feel. Yeah. yeah. I think the workplace is waking up to these ideas. Yeah. You know, don't burn out your employees so quickly. Mm. That's why our turnover rates are so high. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. you see people come in for like two, three years and then they're out of there. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. part of it has to do with like, you know, people wanting to progress, lah, but also like we are burning out so fast. So yeah. fast, So right? ridiculously fast. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like it's hard for employers also mm-hmm. because then they have their own set of Correct. things to yeah. deal with, mm-hmm. like all the KPIs. Yeah, yeah. Right. Oh my gosh, yeah. I hate those three letters. <laughs> yeah. So, as an actor, mm. you obviously have more of a you know more time to be flexible with your projects. Do you? Uh, also depends. I think I think for uh, I, and maybe a lot of freelancers might understand this. Mm. It's it's when you're freelancing. Yeah. Yes, the time is yours. Yes, you can make choices based on uh, whether you want to do the job or not. But yeah. I feel like there are also a lot of other factors. Yes. Like, uh, can you afford to make that choice? <laughs> right, right, right. right, right. Uh, yeah, and also, like, what does it mean for you to not do this? And mm. what does it mean for you to take on that job instead of this job? And so I, I think it's a different set of considerations. Mm-hmm. Is there any day in your life where you go, maybe this 9 to 5 thing is not that bad? Or have you never ever wanted to do 9 to 6? I think that I would first need to find a job that I'm suited for. I don't know what 9 to 5 job I would yeah. be suited for at the right. moment mm-hmm. I mean sure. like because I mean I don't know I really don't know because mm-hmm. I, I have never tried oh okay yeah right. I've never so, tried so you never had like a 9 to 6 sort of like fixed hours no. job lies maybe like, once when I was younger when mm. I was doing some kind of like not say it wasn't an, but it was like a temp job somewhere yeah. I was like doing data entry or something <laughs> <laughs> I was very young at the right, time. right yeah, right, yeah. yeah. So, if you weren't doing what you're doing now what do you think you'd be doing I 
Don't <laughs> no. <laughs> give I don't it know. I when I was younger, I thought I wanted to be a psychologist mm. uh, or like do some kind of uh, social work. Right, right. Uh-huh. But I have never actually like gone fully into it. And they always, I mean, you you never know what kind of challenges a job brings until you're actually in it, mm-hmm. right? So I don't, I do not know. Okay, yeah. you'll tell us when you get when I roll yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. What inspired? Oh, oh wait! Oh, I, oh, 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 wait! Oh, I just thought about okay. it. Oh my god! Okay, wait, wait, wait. Okay, okay. Okay, so I'm really <laughs> obsessed with like ASMR right now. Oh my gosh! I'm really? so yes. obsessed with ASMR. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of my favorite types of ASMR videos are the ones of people eating. Mm. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> there I, are people who have full time jobs doing that. I know. I, this is what I can't <laughs> wrap my head around. Also, I, and the thing is, I'm like, this is so stupid. And then I find myself watching the whole video. And I'm like, why am I doing this to myself? You know, <laughs> and especially, yeah. And then there, I've seen some that like they they touch things like with their nails. Yes. Like, oh yes, like no, I do that. I do that totally for fun. Right, 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 yeah. right, right. People find it incredibly relaxing, soothing. Like me, yeah, really. Yeah, I find it is so that? Soothing. Yes, that's why I think I'm oddly attracted to it because like I feel on some level I'm like, huh. Yeah, you know exactly. Right. Don't fight it, Jackie. Right. Don't fight it. <laughs> don't judge yourself. Don't judge yourself. It's okay to like things that people don't understand. Okay, <laughs> Shuan said it's okay. Yeah, I'm okay with okay. it now. So, what inspires or motivates you? Is it ASMR? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like a lot of my energy goes into trying to not judge myself because I feel like a lot of Singaporeans were brought up with the idea of resilience and with the idea of being strong and like not complaining and not giving excuses. But sometimes I don't think it's complaining, you know. Like mm. I feel like sometimes when people have like actual complaints about stuff, I yeah. don't see it in complaining as in a whiny way. Mm. For me, I see it as sort of like you have an issue, you have an issue. Yeah, we're very quick to kind of classify things into complaints and also because for myself, I like, just. Speaking for myself as a Singaporean, I feel like when I was going all through, through all these things, I was so harsh on myself. Like yeah. I would beat the crap out of myself every day. It's like, what do you have to be uh, sad about? Huh? What do you have to be uh, so mopey about? Mm-hmm. You're just not being grateful enough. You're not seeing all the good things in your life. Mm. That was all very automatic responses. So I feel like on on those days, like it just takes so much energy for me to kind of go, okay, I'm I'm not maybe today I try and speak to myself a little bit kinder. Mm. You know, maybe today I try not to judge myself so much. Maybe Mm -hmm. today I try to like tune that down yeah. a little bit mm-hmm. and I think um, it's tough because it's the kind of language that we were brought up on Yeah, the harshness it, the harshness it, yeah. yeah because we think that we can beat resilience into someone mm. or we think that we can train people into yeah. becoming stronger by giving them a hard time which I feel is I mean I don't necessarily think that mm. is the only way mm. or mm. even the best way yeah. Yeah. I mean it, it is yeah. a way it is yeah. a way it's not to say yeah. that we should handle everybody with kid gloves we're all trying to find that that one solution to right. a problem when there are many solutions to many problems because my problem is not your problem correct. it's not her problem yeah, right? Correct, correct. And, but we're always trying to figure out the one way to do it yes. so is this the right way? well maybe not it might be the right way for me but not for you right. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. You correct, know? correct. No, but yeah. I, I feel like and I thank you for this the fact that you've come out and said this mm. here on the show today mm. and you know someone listening might be like you know what hey if Shuen can get through that if Shuen goes through this <laughs> and can get out of it and can get out mm-hmm. of it I'm not alone. Yeah. Right. Because no, I'm I mean, sure there are a lot of us yeah. who, you know, have those days where we wake up and go, ah, oh, no. man, 
I, I'm just not good enough at my job. Yeah. I, I'm not good enough at this. I don't know why I'm doing this. But yeah. I shouldn't be feeling like this because like da 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 and it just goes on and it becomes it a does. spiral, right? Yeah. I mean of me me hearing other people share about hmm. their journeys also helped me go like, oh, you know, there is a way out and it's not always going to be like this. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And exactly. in fact, actually, it was like my friends who I was going through a particularly tough time and I did not believe that I was depressed. Mm. So if I, I was diagnosed five years ago, but if I look at it, I was probably depressed for longer than that. Right. But like at that point, I really didn't believe that I there was there's anything that needed any kind of attention whatsoever. Yeah. Then uh, my friend was like, I think maybe you should consider going to see a doctor. Mm-hmm. And then two years later, I was going through another period and another friend was like okay I have a counsellor therapist person and I think you should call her mm-hmm. and I did and it was people like that who who shared their stories with me and who, who did that that made me go like oh okay maybe there is a different way of looking at it yeah, yeah. Do, you, do you think the word I guess the word that was uh, being tossed around in my head is pride right like we have a certain pride about ourselves and I feel like it might be a generational thing oh. as well where we're like you know we won't we don't want to accept that you know, right. I don't mean pride in like a negative, I'm boastful pride, right. a proud way, but I mean it like, a, you know, what should I be depressed about? I have everything going for me, you know, I shouldn't be feeling like this. So interesting, because I never saw that as pride. Yeah. I, but now that you say it, I get it. But I, like for me, when I was going through that, the feeling was this sense of shame mm. of like, wow, you are so narcissistic. Mm. Like, how self-absorbed are you to think <laughs> that your problems are so important yeah. that it's worth being so sad about? Mm-hmm. And that was, it was this constant shame. It was shame in that I didn't deserve mm-hmm. to have any time to feel sad. I didn't deserve yeah. to have any time to think about my issues. But it, like this is something that I also learned during the process of doing Unicorn Moment is that, okay, so if I cut myself, mm-hmm. right, and I tell myself, I yeah, never mind, lah, it's just a small cut, it'll go away. Don't be such a drama queen about <laughs> it. Right? If someone mm-hmm. else were to cut themselves, like the chances of me knowing what to do with mm-hmm. that or even how to provide them any sort of comfort or yeah. support is is very low right right so if I don't learn how to take care of my own wound, I won't know how to take care of anybody else's mm. or sort of like be a support for them. And so kindness to other people really starts with being kind to yourself and believing that your problems are worth time and effort to look into. Also, I think helped me to be able to give time and support to other people's problems. I guess in a way, experience is the best teacher. Because you've <laughs> experienced it, now you know how to help somebody else with it. Right, or like know how to start. Because how I to get, start, yeah. Yeah, yeah know, there is no right way. Because everybody is so way. different. Yeah, yeah, When you know better, you do better. Yes. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. So for someone who mm. right now at this point in their life is trying to figure out what is their, you know, who am purpose. I? What, yeah. <laughs> do you have a piece of advice if there is anything you could say to them? What would that be? Uh, this quote, by Nietzsche mm-hmm. he who has a why to live can endure almost anyhow so for me it's always just figuring out like why I'm doing what I'm doing why I want to do what I do why 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 why, why? just every day why 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 <laughs> and then figure out what that is and if it's an answer I'm okay with then I will figure out how to continue if I can't find a good answer then I will find maybe something else and mm. I'd like to add a little bit to that okay mm. spend time to think about your why 
I know yeah. we are so busy. We are too busy. Yeah. Let yourself the luxury of thinking about your why. Yes. And it can be a year. Mm. It can be a month. It yeah. can be two years. Sometimes I feel like it's easy for me to say also. It's like I'm not quote unquote struggling to make a living. And right. I, you know, you hear stories about people who literally have to work 23 hours a day just right. to get mm-hmm. by. So it's yeah. easy, I think, for me to say. So let me just put that out there. Mm-hmm. But right, right. also at the same time, gotta take some time out figure out your why yeah mm. I mean I wouldn't categorize it as easy just because no. you have all those things figured out we have a tendency to kind of compare our struggles against other people yeah. and kind of like going that is more worthy of pain than this is and we often like try and discount what we're going through because yeah. of that and I, I'm not sure if that is a it's not a competition yeah. yeah when you say easy it's like I have it easy and all that I react to it because mm. All our problems are valid. To me, it sounds like you're dismissing what you're going through, right, which right. may not necessarily be the case, mm-hmm. but it's bringing out that emotion in me. Right? And that's yeah. why we should have more conversations with each other so we can sort this whole mess out. <laughs> all these emotions yeah, yeah, yeah. and oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is there anything uh, else you want to promote or shout out about that you're doing this uh, year, next year? Do, yeah. yeah. This year, no, not at the moment. Yeah. Nothing that I can really talk about. Oh, okay. Whoa, secret, <laughs> secret, <laughs> uh, hush, hush. On the download, yo. <laughs> DL, DL. Coming out soon. <laughs> Shuan, thank you so much for joining us here today. Thank you for having me. It's been, it's been so, so much, much fun. fun. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Let's all have a unicorn moment right now. Okay. Yes. <laughs> and there you have it. A big thank you to Shuan for coming on the show. What a lovely lady. She was delightful. And I got to say, Mr. Young, I've never seen you fall so hard for a woman. <laughs> Quite. Literally, like (laughs) right at the beginning parts of the conversation. Yeah, she said something funny. I laugh. And you know when I laugh, I laugh hard, Mm -hmm. right? I lean back and before you know it, legs in the air. You laugh with your whole body and you know what? You made us laugh as well. So that's the important thing, I think, you know? Yes, I aim to please. (laughs) The video is pretty epic. Uh, If you haven't seen it, you need to see their reactions, okay? It's up on our Facebook page. Just search for Mr. Young and Jackie. That's M-I-S-T-E-R Young and... Jackie. You can see it on my Instagram page as well at Power98MrYoung. And mine is at Power98Jackie. As always, thank you so much for mm. listening to the podcast. I tell you what, however you listen to it, give us a follow, give us a subscribe, give us a rating. We appreciate it so much. And ooh, we got some exciting guests lined up for you in the next couple of episodes as well. We've got Anita Kapoor coming yeah, up. Yeah, that's going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. Plus, I'm tr- working on this one. Yeah. We're going to rope in a Singapore MMA fighter. Whoa, yes. nice. Uh, she's going to be an exciting one to talk about as well. She's going to be on the upcoming One Championship fight card. Oh, cool. Yeah, All so right. we get to talk to her, find out more about her prep towards the big fight mm. coming up soon. Cool. So that's on the way. In the meantime, though, hey, you have yourself a great whatever day it is <laughs> that you're listening to this right. podcast. Could be any day, right? Mm-hmm. It is a podcast after all. Have a good life. Oh, for the love of life. 